0: Hello and welcome to Preparing Foster Youth for Adulting, the podcast designed to highlight strategies and resources that help youth in care transition to adulthood successfully. Our guests today are Amanda Ricken Simonetta with the Felix Organization, Latasha Watts with the Purple Project, and Trinity Bailey with Music is Unity. They're coming together to tell us about an event they are planning. The Level Up Conference focused on providing life skills and community for young people in foster care or those who have aged out. Well, welcome Amanda, Latasha, and Trinity. I am so happy that you could be part of our podcast series. How are you doing today? Lovely.
1: Great. Doing well. Thanks for having us.
0: You're welcome. I'm so excited to hear about the event that you want to share with us. But first, I'd like to find out a little more about each of you, your backgrounds, how you got connected to the foster care system, and about your organizations. And so I think we're going to do this alphabetically. Amanda, could you please start a little bit about yourself and your
2: organization? Yes. Hi. Thank you, Lynn. So happy to be here. So I'm the executive director of the Felix Organization, which I came to through working with Michael Lang, who's the producer of the Woodstock Festivals. And he's on our board at the Felix Organization and has been since the very, very beginning. And my background is actually in education. I was a guidance counselor for many years. And through working with Michael, he reached out and said, I'm on the board of this amazing organization that is getting started, the Felix organization. And you have the opportunity to come in and basically create an overnight summer camp, Camp Felix, for kids growing up in the foster care system. And when I heard that, being a camp fanatic myself, I grew up going to camp, and I just believed so much in the benefits of camp, I knew I had to get involved. And that was actually 15 years ago. We've been around for 15 years, and I've been fortunate enough to be involved since the very beginning. And our mission is really to enrich the lives of children growing up in the foster care system. And we do that through overnight camp, but also enrichment opportunities throughout the year, holiday events. We're going into our secret Santa gift card drive this month to bring gift cards to teens in the foster care system and all kinds of year-round opportunities for children in the foster care to have more opportunities in their lives and more of a sense of community.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I think maybe we can dig into a little more of your organization later, but let's go ahead and move to Latasha. Could you please share a little bit about yourself and your organization?
1: Oh, yes, yes. I grew up in the foster care system and spent 18 years in foster care and aged out of foster care. My background has always been in human service. In some capacity, I started off as an adoption navigator probably about 20 years ago now and ended up becoming an independent living coordinator for a mental health facility that worked with residential treatment and youth in foster care. adoption and i ended up running that program and from there i also just decided to start doing my own organization with the purple project starting off founding executive director of that organization the purple project we assist youth that are in the foster care system and those who have transitioned out of foster care with maintaining stability we started in 2010 as a small organization, just giving resources online and we blossomed into what we are today. So we work with kids ages 10 and up. So we don't really have an age cutoff. We do for some of our events around 24, 25, but we will help anyone that has aged out of foster care with maintaining stability, whether they're 30 or whether they're 13. We wanna make sure that they're successful. So we have several programs that assist in that area with helping them with money management, whether it's independent living, soft skills, hard skills, as well as when they go off to college in the military, we also assist them then. What really prompted me is just my background of growing up in care and seeing the trials and tribulations of kids aging out of foster care and that almost 15 years later, things hadn't changed. And so that kind of really prompted me into wanting to do more and to give back more, kind of on my own accord. And so here we are. That's just basically how we really got started. I saw, and honestly, I saw some of my foster siblings. I would run into them and they would be in just, it'd be in some of the most horrible conditions. And so I wanted to, I wanted to improve that and improve that for them and for others. And so that's kind of where it started. But I really got my background and the grasp of the system inside and out by being not only a part of it, but working in the system as well and then starting the organization. So that's the short version. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we jump to Trinity? Could you please share about yourself and your
0: organization?
3: Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Len, for having us. I pretty much grew up in a world of arts from loving dance, music, fashion, and I went to school for fashion merchandising and design. Worked in that industry for about 10 years until late 2007, I believe. When I started working with my father, Philip Bailey, the lead singer of Earth, Wind & Fire, and coming to work with my father, one of my responsibilities was to start to really hone in and establish his nonprofit organization. He was on tour with Dave Foster, around that time. And he was just thinking like, I need some way to give back to the community. You know, like I've been bestowed so many blessings in my life and me having, being blessed and successful, I need to find a way to give back. And so he just started talking to people in the industry and they put it on his heart to, you may want to get involved with the foster care community because to their understanding, it was a very underserved community. You know, a lot of young people that are in the foster care community are put there of no fault of their own. So he just took on to that. And then also, I think it was also because the fact that he grew up having a really close friend that was in foster care and um, seeing her plight with everything. And so he just decided to start Music as Unity. And here we are.
0: (laughs) And what does Music as Unity do?
3: Music is Unity is an organization that helps financially with hands-on organizations that are helping foster youth transition out of foster care. So basically, we're concentrating more on the 14 to 24-year-olds that once they become emancipated from the system, knowing that they may not have family and friends to turn to, We want to make sure that we're supporting organizations that are giving education and job training, a place to live, all the different services that a lot of times with individuals that have the support of their family really don't think about. Yeah, we wanted to get involved that way. And a portion of Earth, Wind, and Fire ticket sales go to Music and Unity. And in return, we give to organizations nationally. We have like five or six organizations that we've been working with since 2007.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Sounds like maybe another podcast down the road where we could find out more about Music is Unity.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Actually, each of your organizations, I know we're focusing on your event today, but I you know, might be able to dig into a little more detail around each of your organizations in future podcasts. But I know that you are all here together. You come from different organizations. Something brought you together to come up with this event, the Level Up Conference, and that's what we're really here to learn about why don't I go back to Amanda, if you don't mind starting us off. How did this get started, this event, and then lead us into telling us what about the event is? And please feel free, everybody, to jump in whenever you want.
2: Thank you. Yeah, this is really an amazing collaboration. I am so honored and thrilled that we are all joining forces because we are just, of course, stronger together. We were introduced to Music is Unity by one of our supporters is a board member with Music is Unity and sort of said, you know, you all should get to know each other. And we immediately, upon talking, thought of the Purple Project, which you know, the Felix organization has known about for a long time. And the Purple Project has really spent many, many years providing conferences for youth in foster care and those aging out. And so we immediately knew we had to also bring Latasha into the mix. And the way that we are connected with the Purple Project originally is that both of our founders of the Felix organization are adoptees. One is casting director Sheila Jaffe. She's an Emmy award-winning casting director. She did Sopranos, Entourage, the Rocky films, all kinds of amazing movies and TV. And she herself was adopted. And our other co-founder is Daryl McDaniels, who you may know as DMC from the rap group Run DMC. They met through a mutual friend and both having been adopted, they really connected and realized we need to do something for those kids who may never be adopted and may never have some of the opportunities that we had as kids. And so they came together to start the Felix organization. And Daryl was actually a big part of the Purple Project back when Latasha was getting that off the ground. So this is all kind of now coming full circle. And we're really, really excited to be working together to provide the Level Up Conference, which is a virtual conference. We can tell you more about it, but We're so excited to be able to provide some amazing life skills and also just a caring community to young people in the foster care system and those aging out. Yeah, I'll jump in. I'm
3: new to all of the conference aspect of it. Music is Unity wanted to be involved to assist and to be able to bring a lot of the organizations that we work with, their children, into the mix so that there's a place for them to be inspired. For them to network and hopefully with the speakers that they will develop relationships that can benefit them in the future and so i'm learning a lot from the felix organization and the purple heart and i'm just really really honored to be a part of
1: this i think that having the organizations all come together just adds so much value to the youth that are going to be attending and just having all of the amazing backgrounds and being able to work with the youth, the speakers are going to be amazing this year. And this is our first time coming together. And I think we've built some everlasting relationships here with being able to do it again, you know, next year and hopefully in person.
3: Definitely. It would be so great to be in person, to meet everyone. And to. it's just one thing to do it virtually. But I think that the whole personal touch, is, we definitely have to do it next year
1: <laughs> in person. <laughs> For sure.
0: Now, that actually brings me to my first question about the event. It's virtual this first year. What are the criteria for youth to attend? Do they have to come from a certain geographical area or can they be youth in foster care from anywhere? And do they have to be youth in foster care or can they be former foster youth? What are
1: the criteria for the youth to attend? They can be youth from all over, in and out of foster care, some that have aged out of foster care. And I think we're going to age 20, it's 24, guys. Is that correct? Yes.
2: Yes, 14 to 24.
1: Yeah, 14 to 24. So you can be in foster care and have aged out of foster care as well from all over. There's no demographic cap or anything of that nature.
2: Yeah, And I would just jump in to say, I think the one real silver lining of doing it virtually is that geographic location is not a factor, right? You can log in from anywhere. And so far, the last I checked, we had registration from applicants from eight different states so far. So we're really excited that we're able to get just such a broad reach for this. And hopefully the virtual element can make it easier for young people who are busy and have a lot going on to have and ease to joining and to logging on and being a part of this
0: great and is there a cost for the youth do they have to pay anything or is it free
2: it's free definitely it's free it's 100% free to attend we have some prizes that we're going to be giving out some different competitions for participation and yeah absolutely free for everyone to attend and it's the more the merrier that's another great thing about doing it virtually we don't have a a certain cap. So we still want more sign up. So if you're out there listening to this, and this applies to you, please sign up as soon as you can, because we really want to reach as many young people as we can with this conference.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, I know that people listening might have youth to refer to you for the conference. So we definitely want to talk about, you know, when it will be so they know. But can the people from the other organizations, the adults who work with these young people, what if they're interested in sitting in and seeing what it's all about? Are they welcome to?
2: Absolutely. They're welcome to attend. This is meant to be a life conference. We're calling it a life conference because it's going to be supporting youth in all aspects of life. So that includes future planning, college and professional. It includes safety and health, how to navigate the healthcare world and insurance and all of those things that can be so complicated. Self-care, self-esteem building and relationships. So those are the different categories we're going to cover. And yeah, we should get into the nitty gritty of when. It's Saturday, December 11th. Yes, that's correct. And I believe we start at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And yes, I think it's great for those who work with young people First of all, to please, you know, spread the word and help your young people sign up and definitely also join us because we want to create as broad of a community supporting these young people as we possibly can. And how long
0: is the conference? It starts on Saturday at 11, but is it a more than a one day conference or is it all being held on Saturday?
3: All being held on Saturday. I believe we have a, it's at a four hour window. I'm really bad at that, but I know we're all just doing a Saturday. (laughs) Amanda, what's do you have the actual hours? I was just looking at or my paperwork, but I can't find it.
2: Yeah, I think it's about 11 to 3.30 or four or something like that. So it's going to be most of a day, but we wanted to keep it exciting. So there's going to be different sessions throughout the day and the young people actually are going to get to choose different topics and then go into different breakout rooms to join the sessions that they want to choose. So it's really something you can curate to exactly what sessions you want to join. And there's also going to be some exciting appearances from a few people that we think will keep it a surprise, but some special appearances, some amazing keynote speakers. We've had the opportunity to chat with a lot of the speakers already. And I can tell you that I personally have been so inspired hearing the stories of our speakers and our presenters, the vast majority of whom are themselves former foster youth.
0: Speaking of the speakers, are there any speakers that you can share with us now, maybe names and where they're from?
3: I'll share with, I guess, it's career building My sister-in-law, Rita and Alita McGee, they are costume designers. They have done a lot of work in the film industry, so they'll be speaking with the youth on how they got started. A lot of times in the entertainment industry, those are careers that you don't, I'm not saying that you don't have to do the four-year college, but a lot of times you don't have to. You can get some training. A lot of people start, like our sound guy on the road that started in church, picking up his skills there. So it's just important that they talk to them and show them that it doesn't have to be just one way of getting into the industry of your desire. Hopefully that will be beneficial to them.
2: That's great. Any other speakers that you can tell us about? I can share one of our advisory board members. She's an attorney and a published author of a New York Times bestselling book called Etched in Sand, and her name is Regina Calcaterra. She grew up in the foster care system on Long Island, and she and her siblings went through horrendous abuse as young children. And the book is really about how she came out the other side and worked her way through law school and became an attorney and became a published author and every time i see her speak especially with kids in the foster care system there's usually like a line out the door to talk to her afterwards she's so inspiring she's so down to earth in the sense of she really shares that her journey was not always pretty most of the time it was just trying to scrape by but she made it happen and I was speaking with one of our former foster youth who's on our junior board, and he was telling me, you know, it's really important for young people in foster care to hear empowering stories and to hear stories from people who've been through similar situations and were able to get through. And that that can be such a powerful message that you're not alone and that there are people out there who understand and also people who can support you along the way. So one of our goals for sure is to connect our young people to these speakers and to each other so that if times are hard or if they need support, they know that there are people out there who have their back and who are there for them. So that's another goal of this is to make those connections. And every single one of our speakers said, yes, please share my contact information with the attendees. You know, of course, we ask them as a courtesy and everyone has said 100% yes. Let's, you know, stay connected after after the conference. So Regina is an amazing example of a speaker and we have so many more like her whose stories are just so, so inspiring and moving. Wow. That
0: sounds terrific. So do you see this happening again next year, like an annual event?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We would (laughs) love for that to be be the case.
2: Put the word out to please, you know, help with funding because we are all grassroots nonprofits that rely on private funding for all that we do beyond even just level up. So, We're hoping to put that out to the universe that, you know, we'll get a huge sponsor and be able to quadruple the number of kids (laughs) that we serve.
0: (laughs) Well, if folks who are listening want to donate to your organizations, what's the best place to do that? I'm going to have a link to each of your organizations on the podcast page, the Aging Out Institute page for podcasts. So if they link to your organization websites, is there a place for them to donate on each of your sites?
3: Yes, yes absolutely. there is.
0: Okay. Unfortunately, I think we're having technical problems with Latasha. She keeps popping in and out <laughs> of mm-hmm. our virtual platform. So she's not here right now. So I'm going to assume that's the case. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. She had to hop off her website just to give a little plug is thepurpleproject.com. And I know you'll be sharing the others, but we are thefelixorganization.org. org. And Trinity, you want to plug yours?
3: (laughs) Yes, it's musicisunity.org. Fantastic.
0: What if folks have ideas for speakers in the future? You can get some great ideas from people who attend these events. We have listeners who may know people who would be interested in participating next year. So if they wanted to send you some ideas as to speakers, is there one among you that we can send that to through
2: email maybe? Yes, well, we have a dedicated email. It's levelupconinfo at gmail.com. So, level up, con, like conference, info at gmail.com. And anyone who wants any information, more information about signing up, or as you said, ideas for speakers, we would love to hear from you all.
0: Yeah, hopefully you'll get some ideas. I know it's certainly something you can ask people when they're there in the conference, too. Absolutely. So what do you think is the biggest takeaway for youth, right? So you have a chance here to convince young people to attend. What would be the biggest selling point? What are they going to get out of this conference?
2: What are they not going to get out of it?
3: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say a sense of exploration, you know what I'm saying? To be able to explore different things that you probably never really thought that you could do, you know, like some people don't know about certain careers and certain training And so I think it's just a a way for them to kind of get your mind working and be like, oh, you know what? I never thought of that. And I'm good at this. And this may be a good fit for me. So I'm just hoping that it opens up, you know, for them to explore different things and be able to match their skills up with certain industries or certain careers that they probably never really thought about. And also giving them a bridgeway to be successful in those things
0: are they going to have an opportunity? I know it's tough virtually. I certainly get that. But will they have an opportunity to meet other youth in attendance?
2: Yeah. And a big goal of this conference is to keep the sessions very conversational and not just that the young people who are joining are just being talked you know, at the whole time, we really want it to be a two way discussion and a conversation. So we are opening up, you know, it's not one of those conferences where you're on mute the whole time. We don't want that. We want it to feel really personal. We want to connect the kids to the speakers, but also to each other. So yes, 100%. And we've really curated this for young people in foster care and those who are aging out. And it's tough. It's really hard. And I know there was a moratorium on aging out during the pandemic, so that young people who were scheduled to age out of the system didn't have to, but that moratorium has come to an end. So there are so many young people who are in the foster care system who are going to be aging out without a safety net. And so we want to help be a part of that safety net. And I think this community can really do that, not just in providing specific skills, but also, as we said, providing a community, a caring community that can support them.
0: That is one of the dreams of Aging Out Institute is to build a very strong community of organizations that work with this group of young people aging out of foster care because we're so siloed, right, in our counties, and our states, and we don't know that the others exist. And so we really want to start building that community where organizations, the people who work for those organizations also have opportunities to come together and collaborate with one another, to meet each other, to learn from each other. So this is an example of coming together to, of course, benefit the young people. But I imagine the three of you, of course, you've already alluded to that, have benefited from your connection with each other too. Yes.
3: Definitely. Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so can one of you elaborate? I know, Latasha, we have you, so I'll ask you, (laughs) how have you benefited from your connection and collaboration with the other organizations here?
1: Just being able to learn about what everyone is doing and how we can assist each other, that is really the benefit of us coming together. It really is. And I mean, just seeing the type of kids that we are all working with and being able to support one another through that process And of course, also sharing of resources. I think that's very important for organizations to really be able to assist the youth is to really be transparent with some of the resources that they have so we can help each other.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: I think I'm the only one of our music is unity is
3: that I don't have a board per se. And so when I look at the other two organizations, I see the benefit of having that board intact so that you can just have like minded people, different perspectives, ways of looking at things, ways of giving you different ideas and fundraising and programming. All those things right now, it's mainly just myself along with Martine and Brittany from Mark's Communication. And so looking at Felix and Purple Heart, we just, you know, we're encouraged to like get our board members together and to start to legitimize those type of organizational aspects of the nonprofit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I do want to ask Latasha one other question. You grew up in foster care, you said. Yes, I did. I was in foster care as well as a teenager and I aged out and I don't remember ever having an opportunity like this conference. Of course, we didn't have the virtual connection back then, but I don't even remember even an in-person conference or meeting or workshop where I could get together and learn life skills. Did you have that opportunity when you were in foster care?
1: No, I did not have that opportunity. It was different for us back then, and that's one of the reasons why the Purple Project initially started our conference back in 2010, to be able to do this, to provide life skills all at once. But also, you mentioned something about the youth and coming together. That is also important, because growing up, I don't know if you experienced this or not, but it was kind of kept quiet that I was a foster kid, so I didn't know other foster kids until I got older that even there was more than just me by myself. And having something like this is very important because you know that you're not alone and it builds a camaraderie with the kids and they lean on one another. And you see that afterwards, you know, you really do. And they'll keep coming back every year for something like this. So the three of us coming together to really work together, to bring the kids, the youth together to be able to lean on one another, it's just a great thing to see. And it helps you get through foster care. I think if I had that, it would have been so helpful for me to know that I wasn't alone.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I was in two different group homes. so Of course, in that situation, yeah, you know, there are other kids in foster care because you're living with them. But beyond our little world of our group home, we were in a rural county in North Carolina. Like you said, really didn't
1: know anybody
0: else in the foster care system.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's important to build that bond with someone because they know what it's like. You know, it's different if you're not a kid growing up in care versus if you are. And to know that you're not alone, I think that that's the important takeaway as well.
0: Yep. Well, I don't know if we've shared this yet. Young people want to sign up. What web address should they go to to register for this event?
2: So they can go to Eventbrite and look for Level Up there, they can email levelupconinfo at gmail.com and we can send them the link. And so I think those are the two best ways. Is there another link I'm forgetting, guys?
3: (laughs) You can also visit our social media on IG. We've been posting there different speakers to expect and that will also send you the link. You can just hit on there and you can get the information that way too.
0: Okay, fantastic. And is there a deadline?
2: We are going to be enrolling, I think, right up until the last minute, but we encourage you to get in and get your space because we've got lots of information to share and gives you time to select which workshops you want to participate in. So I would say the sooner the better.
0: Okay. And is there any kind of pre-work, like things they have to fill out ahead of time that they might need to pad some time for as well? Or is it just registering and signing up for your sessions?
2: It's really just registering. Everybody's welcome. So obviously 14 to 24 is the age range and being part of the foster care system or or having aged out of the foster care system. That's really the only criteria. There's no essay you have to write or anything like that. You just just (laughs) sign up and join us. We want to make it easy and fun as well.
0: Well, I hope those listening send this information on to youth that you know of who would benefit from attending this conference. It's from anywhere you can attend. It's a virtual conference. It's happening on Saturday, December 11th. It starts at 11 o'clock Eastern time and goes till four o'clock in the afternoon. A general time frame. So please send that along. Have you sign up, and I'm going to look at it myself and see if I can make the time too. It'd be great if I'd love to just see what it's all about.
2: Oh, we, we love would love everybody. to have you, Lynn. Yes, yep. please join <laughs> us. Please, please.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I know we're really just about out of time so i want to thank you all very much for joining the aoi podcast series for telling us about yourselves and telling us about your organizations but most importantly today telling us about the level up conference coming up for young people either in foster care or who have aged out helping them with life skills and a community to help them transition to adulthood so Thank you very much for the work that you do. I'm really excited about this conference. And again, I'd love to connect with each of you later on to have you come back individually and tell us more about each of your organizations. So you can look for an email from me. So thanks very much.
2: Thank you, Lynn. We would thanks love that. Thank great. you so much,
0: Lynn. Oh, you're very welcome. And for those who have listened to the end of this podcast, thank you very much. We put out a podcast every couple of weeks or so, and you can find us on the Aging Out Institute website. Go to the homepage, agingoutinstitute.org and look for our podcast link. And you can also find us on pretty much any of the distribution platforms for podcasts. So thank you again. Until next time.